everybody. Hello. Is it a good time for everybody for me to start? Yeah? Okay. Um, so, as it says, my name is Adi Varadia, and I was a product manager. Um, so, I was asked to kind of come in and talk about product management here, and it was seen as a keen interest from a group of people. And, um, and I'm hoping that, like, the things I'm going to allude to today will um, kind of share the the way that I thought of this job for me is kind of a devotion. It was basically, it's, it's basically a large amount of things that you then have to kind of keep organized and keep them running and keep them um, to achieve a goal. It's not so different from being the CEO of a company, but sometimes when you get hired as a product manager, you're actually getting prepped to become a CEO of whatever the hell you want to do with your mind. And so that's kind of what I'm trying to share today about that, that's, that, it's a, it's, it's like a, it's kind of like a moving, constantly moving, kind of churning kind of environment. That's the, what I, that's what I think of the product management as, but a very exciting movement and uh, one full of lows and highs and a lot of other, those kinds of things that you, again, dedicate yourself. So stating all of that, I'll preface with, my name is Adi Guradia. I was a product manager at Apple. I was on the App Store team. Um, the App Store team, are, what we were looking at was like the commerce marketplace. We wanted to make it easy and we wanted to make it quick and we wanted to make it helpful for everybody out there to make some of the best games or apps or things that you use daily on your phone and uh, allows us to continue to grow as the App Store. Um, so, so, okay, so that's what I am, Adi, App Store. Uh, as I said in a preface, I'm going to talk through kind of a, lo a long range of things. And so it would take me about like 15, 20 minutes to get through them. So kind of take notes of your questions and feel free to ask me, ask me them like when we finish. Unless it's like something super pressing, then feel free to just jump in in the middle. Um, it's going to be kind of about passion. Um, that's what I feel like is my, is what drove me to be a product manager. And so that's what I'm going to do to kind of share um, that to you all. Uh, so let's start with the book I've been reading lately. A nice book. Um, it's called The Codebreaker. Has anybody heard of this book, The Codebreaker? Oh, good. No one's heard of it. Um, it's a great book. Um, it's a biography of, uh, of uh, Jennifer Doudna. She is, that's a, is that a familiar name to anybody? Jennifer Doudna? No? No? Okay. Jennifer Doudna is one of the people that is kind of creating, that created, discovered, found CRISPR. Uh, it's CRISPR is something that makes sense to everybody here. Uh, some people, CRISPR, CRISPR, CRISPR. CRISPR is an evolution from the biomedical side. And it's going to be something that I'm sure there are people doing research on here in the school and in and around to advance it. And it's basically looking at like, okay, how can I, it, it's a system, we take pills, we take pills to kind of like address a headache. Now imagine if we had a system that was something so similar to a computer of where you could reboot a computer and it could then refresh and then could work. What if we could kind of do a similar type of action with a pill to the human body and mind? What it, and that's what Dalmer is famous for. The RNA research that she has done is kind of expanding down those roads and finding different ways to essentially 
come in, delete, and renew, refresh, and turn back on our bodies and our parts. For me, and, and, and the reason why I wanted to mention this book, and, it, and it, seriously, it's a fun read. It's very captivating. And it's done um, by the guy who did um, Steve Jobs' uh, biography, too. And it's, he, he, you know, he was a, he's a, he was a C, the CEO of CNN and great author, great author, good guy. He, um, he basically, he kind of tells it in a way that you start at the top level. You're going through the progress in this, like, deep, in, inside of these, like, scientific kind of fields. And then he does normalize it to everybody to be able to follow it and be able to kind of understand it. So it really shares it in like this kind of 100% kind of method that, that, was, that I thought was gorgeous. Um, so why did I start with that? Well, I started with it because I was going to allude to kind of a personal story that I wanted to share that I think relates to what I think of as product management, which is I think of as creation and of following it and then hopefully achieving it. And so for me, the thing that I'm going to share is that like it's actually a personal thing. It's actually something that happened to my myself. And the result of it in any company, maybe the goal would be to achieve that goal and then for it to hit market and then for it to succeed and for the company to boom. For me, it was to basically be able to stay here, to come and share with you things that I care about. What I mean by this is that like in 2000, starting in around 2015, 16, well, I started to find that I couldn't find words couldn't find words that I knew about a moment, just a moment ago. And then I said, okay, that's weird. I'm going to go and talk to the doctor about this. He said, look, you're probably really stressed. You've been working really hard. Let's get you, let's get you like, kind of like exercise and get your diet better order, things of that nature. Um, so, so I followed, I did, but then all of a sudden in the year 2017, I went in for an eye appointment. And I know I see many people with glasses and things like that. So there's been an eye appointments and you just do the little, you do the little vision test, click, 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 click. Well, what we saw was for both of my eyes, the top right quarter was gone. I can't see it. I can't see the top right. Oh shit. What is that? So this happened on a weekend on a Saturday. And again, I asked my wife to join because um, this was something that she helped a lot with. And I'll allude to this in the kind of like, product management, and in the company kind of startup kind of mentality. I came home and I told my wife, and my wife is a, is a doctor, and the first thing that I initiated her to do was to go to Kaiser and get things going so I could get an MRI, because I knew I needed an MRI. So within from day of discovery to day of MRI was four days. Now. Let me tell you, four days to get in and get this sorted and have all, because there's like about four, point, there's about three appointments in between that we did over phone or this or that, so, and hacked it to make it happen in such a, in such a quick rate. Um, that is execution, right? That's kind of running the system, keeping things moving. So then we get to the point of having the MRI. And then what we find out after that is what this company was going to fight. Um, I found a grade two astrocytoma, a brain tumor that had grown with me from uh, a slow grower that had grown with me from a pretty young age. Uh, now discovered it, I'm a 
that point in 2017, so how old would it be? How old would it be? About 35? 33. 33, sorry, 33. And, um, and so, okay, so we find it then. And then we go from that to, oh, it was the size of a, just to let you know, it was the size, what was found was the size of a baseball. Um, that was my tumor. And so we knew we needed to react to it quick because this thing was going to continue to grow. And every single time as we understand how the brain works, um, which, again, read this book about CRISPR because she talks through this kind of connections between all the dots in um, DNA and RNA that helps to kind of understand how connected of an internal universe we are. And, um, and so, so what we find at that moment, what we find then, we have to react to. The doctor says, Ari, I'm sending you home today, um, but because this is a slow grower, we've determined that, and we, don't, we haven't seen that spread to any other part of your body, so we want to send you home, but we want you to come back real quick and get the operation, because we want to clean this out. There's a lot of pressure that's brewing, and who knows what could happen after that. So this is when the company began to grow even more. My wife, I told you, is a doctor. My sister is a doctor. Uh, my, my, my wife's parents... Um, my, my sister's brother, <coughs> no, sorry, husband. Uh, so it was like, okay, I let them know. And in a parallel, I can, I'm, I'm a product manager. I know design, I know aesthetics, I know, uh, computer systems and such, such like that, but I don't know medicine that well. So, okay. So how are we going to play this? Okay. I'll be the CEO because this for me matters the most to me to resolve. Um, you will move in parallels. We're gonna move in parallels. You, go and contact the people you know. You go and contact the people you know. I trust you and I want you to, and I gave out all the data that I could and I let them go and explore while I could focus on myself from because I need to prepare myself for an operation that we're gonna be doing this in, and we're gonna be doing this in parallel. And that's what this company is going to achieve. So thankfully, again, as a secondary, my first report, Mel, put a blog together. And so that got me started on writing all of this out, all these things I was thinking about, all these things I was trying to com compute prior to going in for operation. And by the way, it's, a, it's an awake craniotomy is the operation. So for seven or eight hours, you're woken up and you are, and they check and they challenge you to make sure you can move your arm, to make sure you can say the words that they, um, that we start off prior to the operation or the weeks prior to the operation of just, of just stating all of these words. So they know that I have it. Then they quiz me during the operation to make sure that I continue to say it because they want to make sure that they're not touching that part of the brain. So, um, so that's what, so that's where, that's where in preparation for such things, like, you know, you kind of have to get, you have to get, you gotta get, you gotta get focused, you gotta get focused. So we did that. Then, um, then what followed that, where are we now? Oh, then a lot of this, and then a lot, employing a lot of these people gave me a tremendous amount of values. Yes, a lot of research was done and a lot of it was shared with me. And what that meant was we had the opportunity to talk to so many different doctors in so many different areas. So we went to, we were in Stanford, uh, UCSF, um, uh, Kaiser. We were even looking all the way out in Harvard and every other kind of uh, school across America to see who the best candidate was to do the operation. Why? There's not that many of these operations that occur on a daily basis. And so the person who has the most volume of them actually has the most robotic arms to basically do the operation the best. So we're going to try to find that person. 
I'm very grateful and I'll only share with you and please feel free if ever you know a person who needs anything like this, put them in touch with me, I'd be happy to help. Um, UCSF has been great. They were great and are great and still are. And they have an um, amazing amount of information on this kind of stuff. And they, because of that, they were the best place to go to. And I'm very glad that we were so close to them that it actually got to come with some ease uh, for me. So we went and had, so then the finality of this is we arrived, had the operation at UCSF, and that was in 2017. I've been alive for five years. Um, and that's what I'm looking at in product management. I know it's kind of like elusive a little bit, but the thing is, is that like in all of my teams and all of the companies that I worked at, every single person that I saw do well was pretty damn passionate. They found something inside of their life, something. Maybe, maybe it was like, I want to I make it. Maybe I want to, I, just, I love concepts. I just really want to make one concept bigger. Something of that nature that gets rooted in the gut. And it just starts to gestate and turn into like, why you just keep at it. You keep at it, keep dedicated. Um, so let me allude to that. I'll tell you my history. And partly to just share kind of like the roadmap that I kind of went down to kind of become a product manager. And I'll also just share, if ever anybody ever wants to talk, then now you'll know me. So then you can chat with me about anything. Okay. So um, I uh, started, I lived in Fremont, California, right, right down the Bay Area for anybody who's uh, aware of it. Yeah, that's where I was born. I went to UC San Diego and I was an ICAM major, computer arts and media production. So as I was saying, like we did comp sci and visual arts and kind of messed them together. A lot of people became video game developers. I went to my first job, which was uh, Google. I was there for, uh, I, was, I was just obsessed with search. I loved it. I thought this could actually give Africa a bunch of information that they're not getting access to right now that we're hoarding. Um, this is great. Uh, hasn't arrived there yet, but I mean, it, uh, well, that's another story. So, um, but so that's what I did. I worked it there for search quality and search quality was kind of like we were looking for the people that were usurping search. So for instance, right now, as I mentioned before, like, yeah, there's some pretty big news that's happening and it's uh, Ukraine. And if you wanted to do a Google search and you search Ukraine and then you'd see the news show up at the top, well, what you might end up seeing is something terrible. That's what people were doing. They're taking over, they'd say, oh, okay, we're hackers, we'll kind of show you this terrible site atop everything that um, you could see for, that would be the actual news or anything like that, we would show you that. And so that was our job. We were kind of like fighting to cut those people out and uh, that were taking advantage of search and using it um, for their money and for what its value was, which is uh, transferring information to the rest of the world. So that's my first job. The second one, was uh, actually uh, after that, Mel, she went to USC to go to med school and we weren't in, but then I knew we would be. So I said, I'm gonna get down to LA. So I said, okay, I'm gonna go to LA. And I looked for a job, but I played it a little bit. Um, I was basically an analyst in that first job. I really wanted to become a product manager. And I didn't really, I felt like I, I, felt, I felt like I didn't need to go to school again to do it. I didn't need an MBA, I didn't need anything. I think I had it squared away. I just needed to find someone to challenge me to show them that I could do it. So what I did is I found a job that actually had some issues with Google search and that I knew about. And so then I told him, here, I'll come and help you with that. You help me 
by letting me report because they had a really good product manager that I thought was a very smart gentleman. And so they said, okay. And because of that, I got to become a product manager, kind of like that, like in, a, in an elegant kind of shift. Um, so there, savings.com was the company I was at, and I was a product manager. After that, I said, hey, you know what? This company, the, the company sold, and because of that, I was allowed to basically kind of think about what I wanted to do with my time. And um, I decided I wanted to start a company. And so um, I was living there in LA, and I said, okay, I'm gonna become CEO of this thing. And it was called Keepdom. Keepdom, the name Keepdom is my dog, the Shiba Inu, who's 13 years old now, and her name is Keep, because she's a keeper. And so we named the company Keepdom. And uh, so Keepdom was gonna be um, a dog walking marketplace. We wanted to go to scale, wanted to make it easy for you to find someone that you could do, use to take care of your loved pet and um, like, like, like Rover, that I'm pretty sure I was heard of Rover. That was a company that like when we kind of, as I mentioned, we shut down, um, we did go and talk to him, uh, but he just didn't like us enough, oh well. But we, um, we basically came and interviewed at um, Y Combinator and they basically were like, uh, you're not big enough yet. So come back in the future. And we said, oh, we got really scared. And um, we got really scared. And then I went to Mucker Lab in Los Angeles. And they, because we left scared, kind of were like, we want you to come in. But you know, let's talk and figure out maybe we might change your company. So we did. We changed the company into something that I can't say that I had a heart for. And for me, and that's, for me, and this was the thing, the person we were talking with, his point was like, look, let's make a big company. Me, mine was like, it has to be something I'm super passionate about. Otherwise I can't dedicate. So again, passion, that's my, that's me. I'm just sharing with you my, my, <coughs> my pusher. And so I lost that. So we were in the middle of it. Okay, I guess it's time to shut down. So we shut down and um, we got most of the, um, and we got all, everybody on the team, we got them all hired. And then I said, I need to go find a job too. So after that, I joined the company, uh, TestFlight. And TestFlight, anybody familiar with what I referred to in TestFlight in terms of apps and stuff like that? Yeah, good. So TestFlight makes, um, they're basically like a beta testing distributor. So back in the day, you know, um, the iPhone was started selling in like 2007 or something like that. And they never had a way for you to distribute like your beta versions to get feedback on them, uh, so that you would then be able to uh, so then you'd be able to release it to the app store, um, and with the you know with really triggered, really tested, and really good, so that you'd succeed hopefully, right? And so that was what we we crafted on the outside because we needed it and people needed it, and so we gave it to them, and eventually that turned into an acquisition by Apple. And so that's when then I joined Apple. And I was there for five years on the App Store team and working through kind of all of these kinds of, some of those test flight kind of things and releasing it. And then also just the, the wider scope of how many apps are made and how many people make them and kind of figuring out how to resolve their issues. Uh, I did that for five years. And then myself and the CEO of TestFlight we left to kind of start our own company, and it's in the VR and AR space. We're making games. Uh, we also are making another beta testing kind of box, or I mean app, and uh, that's in the more in the VR space. We haven't released it yet, but you know, just to let you know, kind of the things that I'm thinking about right now. Um, 
and uh, that's what our, and our current company is called uh, Artist Arcade. And um, and then the other thing we do in parallel to that, and if any of has any interest in this at all too, we do investments and we make investments in a lot of other interesting companies to just kind of keep the engine going. Okay. So now the loop, the final part, the 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 life lifespan, life. Like, like something of a product management? Okay. So um, I'm just going to talk you through product management. So product management starts with, kind of as I was alluding to, it alludes with a, like a friend of mine saying, I'm going to figure out how to get this okay. And what I mean by get this okay is like for anything I had to get, that I wanted to get C built, I had to put together a strong presentation, essentially, a document that I would distribute to a wide set of people that would support it. Because by the time I'm going to be talking to the higher up person, which could be anywhere as high as the CEO or below, to get that okay, I will, um, I, I, and the reason for that is because like my asks maybe would cost one, two, three million for the next quarter. And that would be the investment that I have to get okay. And so that's what I would do is I put together this kind of like, I put together this document and I would share it immediately with my local group, the ones that were going to be the builders of it and get them excited and get them to support it. Then I would go levels up, levels up, levels up until I hit the top where they would say, okay, and then we could go and it could turn into development. And again, I was in a software side, and I don't know what all of you are learning and um, pursuing, but um, depending upon if it's like, it'll be a similar type of uh, scope, but it could be very different in terms of who you might be engaging with. For us, what we were engaging with was uh, engineering, design, uh, and, and it's analytics, and, um, and uh, uh, customer service. And the four of them are like the unit that we want. And in this process, like you said, we have one quarter. And the end goal that we really want to achieve is the release, the final release of this product. So the culmination in between is a bunch of riffraff, effectively, where you'll have engineering take a look at something design sends them. And they'll say, okay, engineering will say, shoot, this, you know, our backend, like, we, this, this, the back end of this system, it's used by Apple Music and it's used by Apple TV. And if we're going to try to, if we're going to try to fiddle with that right now in this quarter, oh, they're not going to say yes. Oh, okay. Design's like, what? But that's going to be so important to the users. Customer service just gave us all this info. Are you telling me you can't do that? Oh my gosh. Right. And then your job as a product manager is to kind of come in there in between and try to figure out how to settle this so that it can keep moving forward. So often what I would do is I'd sit there and I'd say, hmm, what if, and I'd just throw something out. Like a what if, instead of doing 100% of that engineering, what if we do about 50% of that, that seems like that would be okay. You wouldn't be accessing any of the other kind of systems that Apple Music or any of the others are using. And um, and then you could give that a go. And then they'd say, oh, interesting. Okay, let's think about that. And that's the most important part here. Honestly, design would look at that and they'd, they'd like swear at me and say, whatever. And then they would go and they would think along with it though. 
that's what was most important to me. They would take that and go along with it, and they would come up with a new model. And that's the thing. Kind of got to shift the gear sometimes and get people going, keep it going. Because, because I knew, for me, the only thing that mattered was I got that, I got the okay for this, you better release it. So that's actually what product management is to me. It's kind of going, that's the cycle and that's the flow. Of it. I think you let me talk through everything, so I'm hoping there's a couple of questions. Okay, good. <laughs> every day is the same, but what is, um, what was sort of a, a day look like for you? Good question, a day. Mm. Okay, so it's never like a day it looks like. It's, okay, so here's the thing. It was on the cycle. So when, on a release cycle, like in our release cycles were basically the announcements would be at WWC. So what would be like, what would be crucial? And you'd be saying, okay, I'm gonna work like 12, maybe 10, 12 hours today. You'd be doing that like right prior to WWC. Then following it, you may settle down for a little while because you know now it's actually where you do get to a little bit, and so then you take it easy. And then actually, I, w I don't even know if I would say, I mean, I wouldn't even say that I worked every day of the week at that point. So it'd be kind of like, okay, well, I have some little to-dos, little tasks, little this, little that. I think actually right now because of COVID, I think that that's advanced so much further that you wouldn't even just have to go in the office and do nothing. You may actually just be able to stay at home and do nothing. Um, and it might be even a little more peaceful in certain manners. So um, you do a little bit of that and then it, it reboots again to where like you're like, okay, now you got it okayed and you got it announced. And now the next phase is like actually releasing the final product, which usually would happen in, this, in the fall of the year or something like that. And so then it would get, then it would ramp up again. And so it's just kind of this kind of ebb and flow. Ramps up and slows down, ramps up and slows down. Um, and this was our life cycle, um, again, uh, for software in Apple kind of things. Uh, but I would say then from their earphones, those things, that system, they, they don't have, they were engineering, like hardware engineering at Apple is like, they're, they made those like probably four, two, three, four years before they released them. They made those earphones wireless. But why did it take so long for them to release it? Well, that's because like maybe the, maybe the, the iPhone was a little bit slow, maybe this or maybe that, and it, wouldn't, and it didn't just feel like the right time to release it. So I'd say from the hardware side, what I'm trying to get at is their, their systems, they don't have, they don't have like a regular yearly cycle. They just or like uh, ups and down cycle, they have a more, they have a more consistent kind of cycle, and um, uh, have to just achieve, and it's just to achieve that goal of whatever is set for them to make for their specific area that they and team are focused on. How did you get that first job at Google? Oh, the first job at Google. Um, actually, it's as I said to you, I had an interview, and I ranted. Actually, I ranted about the fact that I was like, I love search. I love that this is going to be something that, in my head, I just thought, I was like, oh, it's a connected world. I'm a very big social person. Uh, that's my dream. I love people to talk, meet, and uh, associate because I'm like, oh my gosh, connected minds, they seem to find other interesting things to respond with. And then from there, it gets my mind going and so forth and so on. And because I saw this, um, when I was saying I was, I was doing that uh, major, the, uh, the ICANN major, Computer Arts and Media Production, we, I was really obsessed with it from the internet side. I was like, what if, I was like, I'd mess around with, I'd mess around with Google, and I was like, what if 
we could build a search engine where it's kind of like you're walking around in a park and you get to like run into somebody and ask them a question and then they go and they tell you this and then you say this and then you get your answer and you're like ah oh, feels good i was imagining this and creating little things like that in this kind of computer software kind of thing which was fun uh, it never would exactly work that way but it was fun to think about those kinds of things and so that's what i shared in my interview was kind of all the things that were captivating Oh, how did I apply for it? So my wife is very smart and is asking a very tough question because this is the one where I'm going to share with you kind of like the truth. The truth is hack, 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 hack. What I mean by that, find any person that works at any place that you want your um, application to go to and be seen. What I never, I never just went to google.com and said, here, I want to work here and here's my resume. No, I said, I found friends, I found whoever, and I said, hey, oh, I hear your friend is pretty into stuff like this. Can I talk to them? And then they'd put me in touch and I'd say, oh, hey, I hear you're into this. And they'd say, yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying this, I'm doing this in like a negative way or I'm like, ooh, my bossiness or something. I'm saying that like, you kind of got to like just care so much that you're willing to do that. And if you are, then you find these people that will listen to what you say and they'll go like, actually, that's pretty interesting what you just said. And then you'll actually enjoy spending time together and having a beer or whatever else. And then that turns into where they're like, wow, actually a job was offered in our team. Oh, really? Can, can I apply? Oh yeah, for sure. Send me your resume today. Done. And how it proceeded from there, where then they interviewed me. Interviews at Google at the time, Actually, that's a good point. Like, are, sorry, are all, what grades are you all in? Are you in undergrad or are anybody in any kind of master's or anything like that? Or PhDs or anything at all? Feel free to share. Anybody want to share? Mostly undergrad. Mostly undergrad. Okay, great. So then, yeah, you're, you're way well practiced. Okay, cool. Okay, so yeah, I can share even that kind of stuff. Like um, jobs, yes. You're, you're, um, I think that like, here's the thing. All to all, I mentioned is like I, you're gonna be you're young and then you're gonna be a little weary of like when graduation comes of like trying to figure out where and what you want to like dedicate to and stuff like that. And for various reasons, I know that all of you are very smart and also have different relationships you've made here and different relationships that maybe parents or this or that may have and stuff like that. You know, start thinking about those kinds of things. Start thinking about who you may want to ask um, for some help because you think because I think me I go oh. I remember my good friends or this new friend's parent, they work at Google or something like that. I don't know. I just think about those kind of things. And then if I think of those kind of things, then I see if there's any value in pursuing any of that to some degree. And I'm not saying it like, again, it's just friends. It's just, uh, I don't know how to put this, but I'll put this in like a Gujarati kind of way. We basically just think of social kind of connection as a value. And so therefore it's never a sin. It's based on a good goal. Any person I've ever hired, any person that I, I was hired by, they are very happy with us because we are dedicated. And I believe in all of you, because you're here with me today, that you're dedicated too. And so you deserve to kind of get out there and find some places that, uh, you know, that you're going to get to kind of explore your own, with your mind. And that's your, you know, that's what you deserve.